classic. Right, bro. Major keys, off, major keys. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, distinguished, honourable fellows, welcome to episode 12 of the Tea Party Podcast. Here we are. My name is Amir. I sometimes go under the name Amir Music. And I am joined by my main man. Complexion. Hey. How's it going, bro? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm good. It's been a while. Yes, it has. Um, And we're sorry. Of course, we apologize sincerely. But we have been busy. So busy. And we've been trying to do this since January. And every time we met up and tried to do it, we ended up eating chicken. <laughs> it's true. So, and, oh, and, and playing so, each other for old beats or something. So all the chicken that you saw on Insta- on Zaz Instagram, and, you know, not mine because I don't really do socials like that, is all the, all the failed attempts yeah. of the Tea Party podcast. So basically every time you've seen Amir in my stories or a post with him, it's been because we've tried to do the Tea Party podcast and it hasn't happened. Because mainly one of the things that we've been doing is listening to theme tunes in major keys recently as well, haven't we? Yeah, so um, (laughs) some people might not know what that's all about. But basically all I want you to do is go to YouTube and just type in either X-Files or the Darth Vader theme, major key. And Khalid won't turn up and start saying something. <laughs> it's right, it's just yeah, it's it's just, it's interesting how something so sinister can sound so nice all of a sudden. I know this is like really weird, a bit left, but trust me, it's worth it. So it we blame that is. for not recording the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So, but we're here now, and even today, I was very hungry, and I said to him, hey, "Let's go get some food." And he said, "No, no, let's do the podcast." And you can go eat afterwards. We can do the podcast. We can give the people what they want and then we can get what we want. Well, hopefully these same people are still waiting here after a year. Hey, man, we really appreciate it if you are. And look, even if there's only five of you that listen to this, thank you. And we will do this more regularly now. We've kind of decided. I bought myself an audio interface now, so we can definitely do it a lot more. Yeah, man, we're and thinking of having one on the road as well. Isn't we will, it? yeah, I think we should. So we're going to have one where we take a laptop or yeah. we might, maybe we take two laptops and until they both run out of battery, we'll just <laughs> yeah. be driving. You know, even better, let's get on the train. Oh, my God. And we could literally sit on the train <laughs> and just talk. That would be hilarious. That would be good, right, wouldn't it? <laughs> All right, that's, that's one. And maybe whoever decides do. to sit next to if you follow my Instagram, you'll know that no one sits next to me on the train. <laughs> so whoever decides to sit next to me, I could interview them. Yeah, man. That, would, so? be, that would be so sick. So bad, is it? Okay, no one idea. stole my idea. All right, man. We um, got it. Okay, we got it. so, Amir, we've got a lot to talk about, but we're not we going to talk about it too long because um, I want to go eat. Yeah, and, no, that's and, fine. And, and to be honest, people might not even care. We're not going to bore you to death. We obviously need to give you our catch up, and we need to also give you, you know, what you came for. What you came for, yeah. You, can, you come, you come for the good vibes. Yeah, that's what I like to think. So, so um, most importantly, thank you if you've been listening. Thank you uh, if you've been reaching out and saying, "Yo, complexion man, where's a tea party podcast?" There's a lot of you, so thank mm. you. Um, we've got some good guests lined up. I met some really cool people over the weekend that yep. are really down. Uh, Last skeptic wants to come and do one as well, so nice. that'd be really cool. Um, but anyway, look, that's neither here nor there. So let's go through the list. Uh, firstly, uh, I think what we'll do, let's swap number two and three around. Amir, what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Well, since we spoke last, which was a okay. very long time ago, so long ago that I can't remember when it was. Um, I'm just going to fill you in with some of the stuff that I've been doing. Obviously, my freelance work continues. Good. And um, as a, working as a freelancer, I've been working on a bunch of shit. 
which ranges from mixing acoustic singer-songwriters, folk singer-songwriters, to working with an electronic duo from Italy, to working with a band from Italy, to working with Emily Sande, to working with Migos, you know, all of this kind of stuff. So let's just talk about this for a second. <laughs> this band from Italy. <laughs> yeah, it's not Migos. <laughs> no, no. Um, so Migos. Yeah. Tell us about Migos, man. What happened? Well, it was very interesting. I stepped out of a session uh, in East London uh, about 10.30-ish. Uh, it was actually this day last week. Oh, okay. And um, I got a phone call from studio manager. Oh, hey, blah, blah, blah. Like, so um, can you do a session for me? It starts at 12 o'clock. And I was like, oh, yeah, American clients, they always start at 12 o'clock. Of course, right? Because yeah. they want to stay on their own time zone. Of course. And I was like, yeah, yeah, oh, but I was kind of like, I'm in an R room because I was like, oh, my days, like, I'm in, the, I'm on the other side of London to the studio, and yeah. it's gonna take me an hour, I have to get there. I was so hungry as well, yeah. And um, um, the studio manager says to me, oh, she was like, yeah, it's these people. I don't know, even know who they are. They quite apparently they're a big deal. They're called Migos or something <laughs> like that. I was like, okay. I'll be there. <laughs> so, yeah, I made my way over. You and, went that uh, way. And, yeah, <laughs> and we kicked off that session at 12 o'clock, and uh, it was mad. And then who else turned up? Oh, I mean, just this guy, you might have heard of him. His name is The Game. Which is pretty cool that he's working with Migos. I mean, I don't know if Game was still relevant or not. Yeah, um, I mean, like, yeah, again, like, it's kind of hard to say whether he's, like, relevant or not. Like, I feel like... Well, he's doing his thing. I feel like someone did say, to, someone did actually ask me because, oh my God, was that the game? Blah. I saw the tattoo on the face and I thought, oh my God. I was like, yeah, don't pry in my sessions, fuck off. <laughs> um, but I was, they were like, is he still a thing? And I was like, well, you know, I'm like, I think he's massive where he is. Yeah. Like, particularly, like, think of his locale. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's like Compton, isn't he? Basically, like, East yeah. Coast. Like, I mean, sorry, West Coast. So he's kind of like going to be big over there. But then again, though, I don't think he's big over there anymore because then, I feel like Kendrick came along and took, not, I'm not saying he took Game's position, but if you have Game and Kendrick, yeah. I personally know who I'd rather listen to. Yeah, me too. You know, and there's no disrespect to Game or Game fans. You know, Game's first album is still really good. Yeah. I just didn't it like feels what, like he's still doing things. Though. Yeah, no, I think he is, especially, I find like a lot of Americans now because traveling is so much easier now in terms of them getting around with the power of the internet. Mm. Um, they can do more things. They can go Europe, That's tour right, so many cities. Yeah, and everything. for sure. I mean, people could do that anyway, but I feel like it's a lot easier now. Yeah, for sure. And um, he's doing that. So he must have been doing something in Europe because I think he was on stage somewhere. Yeah, he had a show yesterday, which is Sunday for all intents and purposes. Okay, um, in London? In London, yeah. Oh, okay. So, so he, he must, have must come from Yeah, he must have been around. So, um, so how were the Migos? Very nice. Yeah. Very nice human beings. I didn't understand what they were saying all the time. Oh, really? Did they mumble talk as well as mumble rap? But that's but, okay. But saying that, they don't actually, Migos don't actually mumble rap. No, they don't. But it's kind of hard for me to get their accent. Oh, because it's mad Atlanta. Because, yeah. Okay. Like, and it's not, it's because it's not even city Atlanta. It's like outer Atlanta. And not only that, I'm sure they had grills and everything and all that. And that then, whole shebang. Yeah. And obviously, yeah, you know, had been smoking and all of this kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, you were telling so, me you were getting high off secondhand smoking there, weren't definitely you? Definitely contact high. Not the <laughs> first time and probably not the last time. <laughs> and uh, they had a lot of groupies with them. Uh, they had a lot of groupies, yeah. <laughs> but we obviously, we like Cardi B. I mean, everyone has groupies. Everyone has groupies. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. So, But they yeah. were nice though when you spoke to them. Yeah, lovely guys. Man. Oh, that's cool. That's really good, man. And again... 
you know, I've said this before, like about many acts that I've worked with who are, you know, at that level. Yeah. Work ethic. Oh, okay. I see. Work ethic is off the chain. Because we don't really see that as well, do we? We, no. we just see things online. Like, oh, look at this guy's getting like a money phone and doing yeah. this, doing that. Yeah. But you were saying they do put Serious the effort in work, and think, the time man. in. Serious work ethic. That's good. Well, hopefully that shows people that aren't on that level yet, that regardless of what level you get to. That's what I'm saying, you man. You always need to be working hard. You got to lay it. That's where the work starts, bro. No, that's, that's good, where man. The work so that's starts. cool. So anything else? Like what else has been happening? Anything exciting? Um... I mean, apart from that, you know, like, it's just been like, it's just been happening that's taking over. I like really, that. That's you know? good. Listen, bro, as long as it's moving, that's the most important thing. You know, you know what it is. You um, know what so it is. So, yeah. So, in terms of me, uh, I was in the US in November. Yes. Uh, I think, no, I'm lying. It wasn't November. It was October because I remember saying to a friend of mine, shout out to Dana, that um, I really wanted to be there for Halloween. But I couldn't because I had to get back because I was actually... Uh, supposed to DJ for Georgia Smith. So you went before Halloween, didn't you? Before Halloween. Yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. I came back like on the 30th or something. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, think I remember. my dates might be a bit messed up. I it do was something this, like that. Yeah. So um, my first time back in New York after a while. NYC. Yeah. So I did New York, Washington, and Atlanta. I was supposed to go to Miami. I was mm -hmm. supposed to go to some, I think Toronto as well. Mm. But I had to cut that short because it's Georgia Smith thing, which we'll talk about in a second. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. it didn't lead anywhere, but I'll explain why. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I got to New York, uh, really scared, obviously me being brown and being Muslim. I was of like, course. last time I got held for four hours. Of course. I mean, uh, I got held when I was there as well. So Yeah, so I was obviously, but I was prepared this time. <laughs> so it was cool so you know and did then take a pack lunch yeah no i actually did yeah i did and but the funny thing is i had some sandwiches that i bought from london with me mm. and then when i got there it was a sign saying oh you can't bring things across you know like i think fruit and stuff is what they mean yeah but i looked at the sandwich i was like i'm not taking any chances and i had to throw away a perfectly good sandwich still wrapped and it hurt me a little bit it is hurtful. you know because i'm from an ethnic household where we used to get beats yeah, we're not finishing know, for, our food for, for and throwing stuff. food away, of yeah. course. Yeah, so I, I, I said, I, I said, you know, to the higher powers, like, like, I'm really sorry. Yeah, man. I will, you know, do something to make this up. I'll give money to charity or something. You but, better. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, I went to the automatic passport machine thing. Oh, uh, I thought, oh, easy, yeah. nice and easy, go through. And of course, I got the little red cross, and I thought, obviously. And I'm like, here we go, you know. <laughs> and then uh, I got pushed to the side. Um, they said, one was like, go see this guy. Guy was really cool. Really nice. Like, what are you doing in New York? Um, I was like, just here to chill. Obviously, I couldn't tell him I was DJing. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Hopefully, he so, doesn't listen to the Tea Party podcast either. If he does, I'm lying. I'm joking. <laughs> no, but seriously. So, uh, a few friends of mine had all told me different things because they were like, look, if you're coming over to DJ, uh, make sure you sign out of all your social media accounts. Uh, have your phone turned off and all these kind of things I'm hearing because people have got there and got in trouble because they're like, oh, well, you're here saying you're on holiday. To work. But your name on this flyer says yeah. you're working. Yeah, yeah, for real. So what's to do with that, mate? Yeah. You know, so I was always very worried about that. So I'd done all of that. You know, mm -hmm. I had uh, signed out of everything, um, made sure my phone was turned off, the whole thing. The guy was really cool. And he just said to me, what are you doing here? I said, sightsee, check out the city. You know, it's been a while. And he was like, do you have any food or drinks with you? And I said, it's got these crisps. And I literally picked up my bag and had a packet of salt and vinegar crisps. And I go, this is all I've got with me. Mm. And he looked at me, he's like, all right, cool, man, enjoy New York. And I was like, yes. So then I got through. And then I walked past the area that I was held mm. for four hours. And I saw six armed police officers or security guards, whatever. I think there were police officers mm. there. And I remember thinking like, yo, motherfuckers can't do nothing to me now. <laughs> and I purposely walked through the middle. So they had to move out the way. Because I was just like, I know. I see. <laughs> No, but I just thought I've got to do it because like these are the guys that stopped me last time. Yeah. You know, and uh, I walked past the little box where I was held. I remember yeah, thinking yeah, like, damn, yeah. like 10 years ago I was stuck you here. You learned at JFK, right? 
Uh, yeah, JFK. Yeah, yeah. Me too, yeah. As soon as I got out, I did an Instagram post. And I was like, guys, I made it. I was literally so close to tears. And I was like, guys, I'm in New York. I made it. Um, Things are changing in the Trump era. Can you believe it? Yeah, crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. In the Trump era, I thought I'd have more problems. Yeah, but I got me through too. fine, even me on the too. way home. Um, so yeah, it, um, I, I won't bore everyone to death with the... Um, with the fine print of my whole trip. But needless to say, it was absolutely incredible. Shout out to In Good Company, shout out to Jay, to Soup, to Radical One, uh, to, um, I forget the guy's name. How can I forget the guy's name? Well, you linked up with, who else did you link up with? Uh, did you link up with Tim Martell? Yeah, no, no, I'm going to get to him. No, who's this guy that was, oh my God, I can't believe I forgot. Okay, I'll come back to it. I'll come back to his name. But no, shout out to Tim Martell. Shout out to the guys at Serato, shout out to Derek, Yellow Arkell, shout out to Ray Whitty, who I got to spend time mm -hmm. with. Um, shout out to Dana, to Brittany, um, so many cool people. Shout out to Yuki. And uh, yeah, it was amazing. I got there and after just kind of being so excited, like, oh my God, I'm in New York. Like, it was just insane. Um, the first day, I got a text from uh, Native Son and Matthias from Washington. They were like, yo, do you want to come play at Washington tonight? Which is like a, on a Wednesday, like tomorrow. Yeah, you come I play? remember. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was like, oh man, should I? Because it's the first time I've been there and I'm looking at trains and trains have come up like $300. I'm like, oh, what do I do? And then there was like this dude to jump on a Greyhound. And I'm looking at flights. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> yeah. I've never been in the Greyhound yeah. before. Like, And obviously being in London, we hear stories about the Greyhound. Greyhound, yeah. Um, but luckily one of my London homies, shout out to Chloe Dees, she was over, she was DJing there as well. She had gone back. I think she studied in Washington. Okay. So she had gone back because they have like, um, and again, I'm going to ruin this guy. So please forgive me. I know people hear this. They're going to be like, oh, complexion is this, is this. It was some kind of like, not reunion thing, but like a uni thing was getting together or something or okay. like it was something at Howard, I think it was. Is Howard the university? Howard in, in Washington. Where? Washington? Yeah. I is, think so, yeah. Okay, whoever's listening, guys, I'm really sorry. Howard you. But um, she was there for some event there. Okay. And uh, so she goes, look, just come with me. So we got to chill, chilled on the on the Greyhound caught up. And it's funny because when I meet other DJs, we never really get to talk much outside of the club. We're always mm. talking in the club. Mm. So me, I got to spend like four hours talking to Chloe and, you know, we, we know of each other and we're cool, but we actually got to know each other, which was dope. Mm. And she was filling me all in about Washington. She goes like, all the guys were phone posits, well, people were phone posit, night trainers there. <laughs> and it's this and that, you know, this yeah. is what you got to eat, you got to do. Um, jumbo slice, which I had, which was like a giant slice of pizza. She goes, nice. you got to have that. Nice. Um, and yeah, and everyone was just amazing. I had such a good time um and shout out to everyone that came to see me a shout out to casey so nice to meet her she bought me this amazing tropical green tea and when i was there djing so many people came out on a wednesday to see mm. me and that, yeah, i, I was truly said, touched yeah. man because Madness. like I, I most of the time on the trip i was saying to people like, listen i'm just like a brown boy from london mm. who's just trying to do something and just have fun with it and the fact that people know me across the ocean and not it's only mad, do they know it? me they came out to support mm. me um, it was so much fun. We played in this little bar and it was me, Chloe, Matthias, Native Son. And it was, oh, and I shout out to Ice Cold and other people as well I met there. And I was speaking to some people. People were like, yo, we drove three hours to come see you. We've got exams in the morning. Another guy who, who worked in, in the Navy was like, dude, I've got to be up in, for work in two hours. I wanted to come see you. Man, they um, show you some real love, man. Oh, bro, listen, there were so many. Look, I'm going to forget some people, but let me. I'm actually going to check my DMs because... I need to give this lovely person a very special shout out because she was very, very cool. So give me one second. I'm going to find who she was. DC Mamacita. Okay. Big fan of the show. Beautiful person. Just so nice inside and out. 
And um, what happened was really weirdly, when I got to New York, I started losing my voice. Mm, and it yeah, gradually started going more and more. And, and me, I love to talk anyway. And when I was talking to people, I was losing it more and more. So as soon as we got there, she went to, I think it's called CVS. It might mm. not be CVS, but it's like their kind of like pharmacy. Okay. But I'm, I'm sure again, people are like, no, it's not CVS complexion, it's CVSV, whatever. Um, and I'm sorry, guys. And uh, she went and bought me like sweets. She bought me tea, everything. It was just so like, just people are so nice there. Yeah, you know? um, and like I said, I met some amazing people there. And then back in New York, um, I DJed the next day in a place called Shamansky's. Um, so great. You know, the lineup was dope. We had Mike Nasty, myself, Vashti, which is a great lineup to be on. Yeah, man. Um, and again, great people time. people were there lining up to speak to me, to talk to me. And uh, there were <laughs> there was one girl who walked outside the club where I was, I was talking in a smoking area because you can't talk inside. I don't smoke, but mm. I have to talk in the smoking area. And um, she literally walked around in front of the club. She was like, complexion. I'm like, yeah, it's me. She goes, oh yeah, look, I listen to your show all the time, but how do I know it's you? And I said, well, I'll log into my, my, my Instagram. You can see, you know, like it's me. And she was just like, yeah, but I still don't know if it's you or not, though you might have the details. And I could look, I'm a guy from London. I sound like complexion. Yeah. It's chances are probably going to be me, you know? Yeah, and right. then um, afterwards uh, I met a, uh, a brother of a really good friend of mine. Um, shout out to Stanza, uh, his brother, Nat. Um, he's out there working at Twitter and, uh, he, and okay. he just came out to meet me and he took me to Nas's chicken shop. Nice. And uh, we were walking along just talking and some guys in front of me, they stopped and turned around like, wait, are you complexion? I'm like, yeah, they go, yeah, we recognize your voice from the <laughs> show, which is, again is crazy to me. You know, yeah, like man. I'm genuinely so touched. And yeah, I'm, I'm not going to bore everyone with all the details, but I had so much fun. Uh, everyone was just mad cool. I enjoyed just being left alone in New York and just mm. kind of checking out the city and and people taking time out of their schedule to come meet me, like, like Ray, Derek, Khalil, um, so many other, like, honestly, I met so many people and I'm sorry if I haven't shouted you out, but just know that I know who you are and I'm going to be out there soon. Um, Atlanta again was amazing. It's dope. Yeah, when you get to course. the airport, um, there's just a massive picture of Ludacris. <laughs> He's like, yeah, welcome to ATL. I was like, yeah, Oh man, I sick. remember when Ludacris just uh, showed up to one of my sessions. I told I think you about I, that, yeah. Did he come to the wrong studio or something? Yeah, like he was like basically I was recording a band at the time, just like they were doing a downtime session. Yeah. And uh like I heard this voice behind me and he was like, Yeah, this And you recognize the studio looks great, blah blah blah. I was like, uh Ludacris turned around and it was Ludacris. You know what the thing with Ludacris is he used to be a radio host. Yeah. So he knows how to project his good voice, voice and his voice is good great. Voice. Really good voice. And he was like, You don't mind if I look around right now? And I was like, no, 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 it's fine, man. You're ludicrous, man. Throw some bows in it. Throw some bows, bruv. But um, but yeah, no, again, shout out to everyone at ATL, shout out to the work crew. Um, and so I met so many amazing people, man. There's one homie I met who was telling me a story, I was telling me a story about how um he had a really bad car accident mm. and he was up in bed for a couple of months, you know, mm. and he goes just listening to the future beat show and selection is what helped him get through things. I and remember you like said. legit, I almost started crying, man. Like oh, it was man. so Can you so touching. Yeah, no, it was great. Can and you imagine? so many other people came to meet me. And I'm sorry I couldn't meet everyone because like I didn't know what was going on myself. Our friend Tony came to meet you. So another thing, one of my one of my good friends from London, Tony, who I have to get on the podcast actually. He's amazing. Um, he is now a soccer agent out yeah, in uh, America, in Cincinnati. He drove it. for like six hours to come see me, and we hung out. And he's got a thing about going to a W hotel, so we had to go to a W hotel and have drinks there. <laughs> and he, he wants to go to every W hotel in the states. I think. Okay, man. So, but yeah, no, just overall. Um, US, thank you to everyone. Um, I know things aren't exactly great in the country right now, but um, 
My, you know, at least the love is still there. But, but this is what I was going to say. What we hear is all the bad stuff, regardless yeah, of who you voted for or what you've done. So many people that I know are just nice people. Like yeah, I met I'm people saying. that voted for people that I wouldn't necessarily agree with, but they mm-hmm. were still so cool and everything else. So all I'm saying is, is whatever you do, man, like good people are good people. And the love was definitely there. Like it's even people like Dana, man, like, you know, she's so cool. I've only met her like once before in London. She always listens to the show and she made sure to take me around, show me around, took me to this amazing Cuban spot. And oh, um, oh it's just so good, man. So I loved it. And uh, and yeah, um, long story short, I'm going to come back to the States real soon and hopefully we can do it all again. And this time I'll get to go to Chicago, to LA, uh, Toronto as well. Although I know Toronto's not in the States, but you know what I mean. Mm. Um, and yeah, hopefully back to Atlanta because I had a great time there. Shout out to Xavier as well. Um, so yeah, and uh, now that I'm back, I've also done a couple of European trips. I was DJing for Kitsune in Brussels. Right, yeah. Shout out to Andy. Um, shout out to Tio as well. Um, shout out to Sarah from Kitsune. Um, really dope, man. Me and those guys are having fun. Had a lot of chips in Brussels. Or they, fries. They, they tend to serve up the fritz, isn't it? Yeah, and it was, not, it was really nice though. Really, really good. Yeah, man. They, they're good at their chips. Yeah. And then um, I've also spent a couple of days in Germany. Had so much fun in Germany, man. Shout out to Jeffrey. Shout out to yeah, Jeffrey. Um, all the crew of Berlin. Shout out to Harris, the Pat, um, all you guys. Like, Je- Jeffrey's the, the guy, man. Jeffrey's... Um, Great peoples, man. Yeah, man. So I DJed with the New York guys in good company and one of my homies, Taylor. We DJed at uh, Soa House in Berlin. Yeah. And we did like a biggie special there, which was really fun. I was playing 90s hip hop. Yeah, because really cool. you was out there around March 9th, is not it? That's right. Yeah, that, that was really fun. And those guys went to Paris and then I went to Hamburg, which was great fun. And then back to Berlin again. I think on Berlin, I was in the hotel for a grand total of an hour and 40 minutes. Damn. Like I literally got there, had a shower, went to the club, came back. Uh, I literally sat on on the bed for an hour, and, and then I had it. to go back again. And Gotta even keep it moving. Had to catch a train from Germ uh, from Berlin to Hamburg. And the thing was, it was a train that was a slow train. It comes from Amsterdam, I think. Okay. So it took like four hours on this train, <laughs> and luckily we managed to find some seating. Um, but otherwise, it'd been a long four hours standing up Bro. because everything else was just mad expensive. Yeah. And I, I was prepared to pay for it, but obviously, if you can save money, then yeah, why not? Yeah, of course, money, you've got to be smart. And, but yeah, I've, it was a dope, dope journey. And obviously, shout out to Sonia, who was accompanying me on the Germany trip. She was amazing. Shout out to Sonia, the amazing um, Sonia. Yeah, she was just like, just the perfect travel partner, just <laughs> amazing. So uh, thank you to her for everything. Um, and yeah, that was really good. And then I did uh, Barcelona. Which was so fun. I had so much fun in Boston. Shout out to Gemma. Shout out to everyone else that was there. I'm sorry, but a few people's names escaped me, but had so much fun. Uh, I got the message from her saying they're going to call me again there to play. But this is when they wait a bit of time. Mm. So I'm going to hopefully try to bring some other DJs with me. Putting it but, together. But Barcelona, again, I was there for like a grand total of like 15 hours. Yeah. So I never got to check it out. Hopefully next time I go, I can experience it properly. Yeah, a couple um, of And again, man, day. going back to this whole thing, uh, music is incredible that it's enabled me to travel and meet all these wonderful people like it's it is insane sick. like it's pretty sick that music has let me do that um it's pretty sick, so that's man. dope um so yeah so now that we bored people with all of that yeah <laughs> um i hope you're not too bored guys no no it's cool we're just catching nah, up with people you nah, know it's cool um so uh the other day yeah i was djing for a guy that some people might have heard of oh yeah 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 this guy um is it um, Andre? Andre, someone? <laughs> uh, Mr. Dr. Dre. Oh, Dr. Dre. Dr. That's Dre. It. Yeah, yeah, that guy. So yeah, I've heard of him. I've I want to make this claro for everyone, right? <laughs> um, it wasn't as if Dr. Dre 
hit me up like, yo, I want complexion to DJ for me. Mm. Shout out to my guy, Snips. He uh, was DJing for Netflix and yeah. Netflix, because I think they're showing the documentary. Um, the Defiant the Ones. The Defiant Ones. Yeah. And um, it was like their after party. And mm-hmm. Snips was like, yo, look, complexion, I'm doing the whole night. I can't be bothered with the whole thing. Do you want to come spin mm-hmm. with me? Bro, of course. So I did that. And then um, just chilling, doing our thing. Dre's like, hey, I'm Dre. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't need to introduce yourself. <laughs> you know, so it was it's cool in that sense because you know when you meet people like that that have done so much for music. Like yeah. um, I remember being a teenager when the Chronic came out. Oh man! And uh, I remember hiding the CD from my mom and dad <laughs> yeah. because uh, obviously he had the cannabis leaf on there. Yeah, man. So like I didn't want to think. Oh my god, my mom's gonna be like, oh my god, yeah, drug he's smoking drugs <laughs> and stuff, you know, which is crazy. But yeah, no, that was really cool. It, it, it was one of those industry parties. It was. I'm not gonna lie. It was a little bit boring, but there were some really cool people there as well. Well, I mean, I had another cool person turned up, a friend of mine. Oh yeah, a friend of you, Mr. Jimmy Irvine. Jimmy Irvine. Jimmy Irvine was there as well. <laughs> I was gonna say to him, "Oh, listen, a miss as well." Go on. Oh uh, yeah, Jimmy was there. There's a few other heads there as well. It was cool. Like Akala yeah. was there, who I'm a big fan of. Oh, okay, that's. Um, oh really? Yeah, that's and, interesting. And, and it's cool. And it was nice when you see people like that. Yeah. And um, you're playing music, and they're bobbing their heads and are kind of enjoying it. Of that's, course, that's man. always dope. Because that's it, what you do it for. Yeah, it? of course, that's, that's what it, you man. Do it for. Um, so that was really fun. I, I never thought that would ever happen. Like you know, if you said to me two years, you told me six months ago, yeah, you're gonna be DJing for Dre. I'm like, you're all right, mate. Yeah. I don't yeah. like his headphones, but <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, Don't worry, we'll edit that part out. Yeah. Otherwise, we won't get the sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want it. Um, so, yeah. And then after that, man, um, one thing I wanted to talk about for a while is what the hell is going on with Future Beats Records yeah, and the so, Future Beat Show. So let's 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 make it claro, man. Like, we got we got to make it all claro. Um, obviously, the, uh, the, uh, the brand is still strong. The brand is strong. <laughs> like, so you go from strength to strength. Um, the Future Beat Show is still alive. Yeah, the Future Beat Show is still alive. Our, I'm, our I'm episode last night was one one seven two when we when I last did this. Yeah, and I'm super happy again. You know, like the important thing always is you have your loyal followers and your people that listen all the time and things like that. But you do have to always get new people in. And I feel like what happens is is people listen to things and it, you know it's it's like a, a TV show. Yeah, you watch a couple of seasons. Sometimes you might go off and watch something else, and that's what happens. I've noticed some people that used to listen all the time. Now listen to something else. And that's great. I yeah. want that because then you get new people coming in, checking out the show mm-hmm. who aren't familiar with yeah, things and they get to experience everything. Um, so yeah, so even uh, with the show, I'm so happy with it. You know, again, I can't even uh, begin to tell you how amazing it is to know there's people out there who have had kids and the first thing their kids have listened to in this world musically is the show. Amazing. Which is crazy. You know, there's people that have met and got married because of my show. True. Um, you know, there's people like I said earlier, been in hospital beds and the show has helped them get through things. And, you know, mm. I mean, what's nice as well, people, a lot of people say to me, it's your demeanor, which helps as well. Mm. And that's nice. You know, it's always nice. To, cause that is a good I'm, thing. I'm, obviously, I know it's a humble brag, but yeah. I'm not trying to be like that, but it's well, nice. You've got you to have a humble brag sometimes. So, right? so, yeah, thank if you. If you don't humble brag, who's going to do it for you? My mum will, man. Huh? My mum will. No, no one can humble <laughs> brag for you. You can only humble brag for yourself. Oh, I hear you. I That's hear what you. humble okay. bragging is. I hear you. Um, so with the label, yeah, um, I now running everything by myself. Yeah. Um, I was working with someone, yeah. not working with him anymore. Uh, he's doing his own thing. I'm doing yeah. my own thing. Um, it's just, it just wasn't working. So what, what, what I will ask you is what happened? You don't have to be specific, but no, what well, happened? I'll tell you one thing right now. 
nothing bad. Okay. It's nothing like um, it was fights or arguments or nothing like that. It was just, I think, different visions. Yeah. Different places in lives as well. Yeah. Because we see things differently. Yeah. And uh, I feel like it was a very antagonistic, mm-hmm. I think, thing is to say, you know, push and pull, one person pull, one person push. Okay, so you're, so as in you're saying two creative directions which are different. Yeah. So you Because create... obviously there's experience over youth, but then they obviously the experience will say one thing, but then the youth sees things in a different way. Yeah, Which is always course. very good to see as well. Yeah. You know, so uh, we've parted ways, we're doing our own thing now, which mm-hmm. is good. Um, and like, if you don't mind me asking you a question, what, have, what do you feel you've learned from it? Oh, definitely to be more um, assertive with what I want to do. I feel like that I was there anyway, but what I would do is, I think one of the mistakes I definitely made was like, yeah, this is how I want this. And Mm. then just leave it and then get pissed off when things don't get done. Yeah. Because it's like, I can't, that's not right. You know, like, and then also to speak up, you know, like I felt like, sometimes I would be like, yeah, it's cool, 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 cool. And Mm. not being happy with something. Like I, sometimes I would say, cool to this knowing that it, it was, it's going to fail mm-hmm. and then it fails. And it's mm. like, am I, you know, it's someone else's idea, but yeah. am I the one to blame? And ultimately yeah. I am because I'm the one that should have said things yeah, or because, been more. Because the buck stops with you essentially. Yeah, that's it. And I think that was one of the issues. So um, now, you know, I've, I'm lining up some really good things. You know, I've definitely started working on more things in terms of like I'm doing the live stream now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have a Patreon launching soon. Hopefully there's more merch coming. Very sick. Which isn't a ripoff of the Star Trek stuff. Hey man, even if it is, I want one of those stickers. <laughs> so yeah, so what I've done was guys, like um, I got a couple of stickers made, like 50 or 60 stickers made up. And it's basically the Neptune Star Trek logo, but with TFBS. And everyone was like, why are you doing it for man? Don't copy them. I thought, yeah, but it's just me being cheeky. When like Supreme does it, it's amazing. I, I mean, do you know what I mean? Exactly. That's yeah. my whole, that's and, what I'm saying. And I'm not making money off of these. I'm, I'm not saying I'm Supreme, but I'm just saying like, I literally did it just so people are like, oh yeah, I know that logo and put it somewhere. Yeah, exactly. And that's it. Listen, yeah. people are doing that all the time. Yeah, man, it's cool. Right. It's cool. It's fine. Um, so, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. You really skipped over something which I, I wanted to talk to you about. The live stream. Oh yeah, so I'm doing a live stream. Um, it's gonna be more part of the Patreon, but at the moment I'm gonna try to every month get together with some of my amazing friends, do like a live stream where we play whatever we want, however we want, and people can tune in on Facebook. Cause that seems to be the hype now. Like people know about Twitch, but Facebook still is mm. the hype. And um, and yeah, and just play some music and have fun. And uh, hopefully it shows people another dimension to what I do and what I'm about because the thing is, is when I do the show, it's still very one-sided. This is like a two-way thing mm-hmm. for everyone, you know. But also the good thing is like, I watched the stream when it happened as well. Um, and it was good, man. We had week. like, you know, I think like what, 12, 13,000 individual people checking out the stream, yeah. which is really good. I'm exactly. Happy. The reach is the reach Yeah, is which is great. good. And, but um, I think the, brand the good is thing strong. about, <laughs> I think the good thing about the stream itself is that a lot of your listeners wouldn't get to experience some of your club sets or your bar sets Sorry, you or know anything what? like that. This is why you're good at me. See, this is the thing, right? So what it is with the Future Beat Show, there's so many things I want to play. Yeah. Like I'd love to play a new Scissor song or yeah. Janae Aiko yeah. Yeah. or like a Kendrick song. But unfortunately with SoundCloud, I'm very restricted. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've done a pretty good job considering I am so restricted. It's, um, but with this live stream, I can then play other things. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is with the show, People don't book me because of the show. People have booked me for DJing because of my boiler room. That's it. And then they haven't seen how I can actually DJ. I'm not That's saying it. I'm the best, but like I'm 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 pretty good. I mm-hmm. like to think I'm I'm okay. And they don't get to hear me play other things. And mm-hmm. the, the show is for me, end of the week, start of a new week. It's like a, a detox, a cleanse, mm-hmm. and to help people and 
just to, you know, because I know what it's like when you're stuck with anxiety and stress. And I like to think my voice is something calming, something familiar that can just be like, look, dude, it's cool. Mm. You'll be fine. You'll get mm. through it, you know. Um, so that's what one of the things with the still live stream is, is to definitely show the other part of my DJing and the yeah. other kind of music that I play. Um, and like I said, with FBR, man, now that I've taken control over everything, I've definitely got some really good things coming. Um, working on a compilation, finally. Um, there's a couple of artists I want to put music out with. Uh, El Mari, who I definitely want to do things with, who's amazing. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, just have fun with it, man. Um, I think that's what it goes to. I feel like when I was working before, it became too much of a business, far too rigid. I was like, we need to just chill like this isn't like this. And there was a lot of pressure as well. I didn't like it. Like, you know, when things just don't work and you force them together, it's like getting two jigsaw pieces, yeah. which don't fit in somewhere and you're just pressing just them pushing in. That's, them. that's yeah. how it was. Yeah. And I learned that too late. Mm -hmm. And now that I have learned it, I feel like a whole weight off my shoulders. Yeah. And I feel better for it. Of course. Um, and, of course you um, would, man. And yeah, and I just feel like I've got control over it again. And it's my voice because this is something I've created, mm -hmm. you know, and now I can go back and if anything messes up, it's on me. Yeah. So it's cool. That's you know, right. I can't turn around and be like, oh, it's your fault or yeah, whatever, yeah, exactly. you know, which is cool. So, so that, yeah, man. That's good, man. You're you're definitely, as we all are, the masters of our own destiny. We are. I feel like I'm in a better place as well in terms of things like that. You know, every time I do the show, if I've had a hard week, it's so good to go there and just be like, yeah, I get to do the show again. So that's cool. Yeah, that's and, fun. So, so guys. So there's, there's a good, there's, I mean, even... There's been like, obviously we know that you've been busy, like New York and European yeah, yeah, yeah. dates and all of that kind of stuff. But sometimes you've come back on a Sunday, you've landed on a Sunday afternoon <laughs> yeah. and you've still delivered the show live. Yeah, yeah because- Well, you could have done a pre-record or whatever, but you know- you Well, know, the thing is, is because so many people that. get angry when I don't do it. <laughs> Yeah. People literally were like, come on, what the fuck? I'm like, yeah, I'm not one in death threats, but like they are angry. And I was kind of thinking, like, come on, man, chill. But then I get it to some people, it is they need it. Yeah, and it's important it, to, to them, them, you know. To them it's life. And yeah, I, and I just and I'm so thankful for that. So yeah, thank you. Know, appreciate no, you guys. You, and um oh yeah, and what else I've started doing as well, which I would like to start doing in other places, is um TFBS Live. I did yeah. my first one in Ace Hotel in Shoreditch in East London. And it was cool. It was like three, four hours of me just playing music that I play on the show, talking to people, talking to listeners of the show, um, other musicians, other creative people, having a conversation and playing music and connecting with them, man. So the idea is that if I go to a different city, say, for example, I went to Berlin, I could find somewhere to like a coffee shop or like, mm. like even sew a house or somewhere. Not sew a house because that's restrictive because not everyone has membership, but places where people can come in. And then do the show live, play some music and talk to people. You That's know, the way, um, man. I, I'm not saying I have the answer to everything, but I have experience. And if I can help you with anything, then I'd like to. The thing is as well, guys, remember this, I am only one person. And as much as I like to help everyone, I have so many things going on myself. Mm. I'm not saying yours isn't important, but imagine like I'm, you know, I have the stresses of a radio show, DJing, looking after my family, mm -hmm. um, moving on with my future, my mm -hmm. own personal life, my friendships and things. And there's a lot of people that I feel like put a lot of pressure. Not They don't do it purposely, but it's like they want me to hear their music or they want me to repost it. And it's that mm -hmm. pressure. It was like, well, you know, complexion's got back to us or whatever. I'm like, guys, look, I, I am sorry, but I'm working my way through it. You know, yeah. I don't really have anyone else working with me. So <clears throat> Yeah, um, you get submissions and you have to deal with them yourself. Yeah, but I, I, I get why people feel like that because I've me been like too. that before. You know, I've, I've emailed people and they haven't gone back to me. When I was started doing the show, I was like, well, forget them then. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. work with them, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But they have their own things going on as well. Of because course. remember, everything you see online, that's not my whole life. And nah. that's like with you, Emma. You yeah, know, like, for real. You're the perfect example of someone who does so much, but doesn't put it on social. 
Nah, I mean, like, in the same way, I, you know, I don't have quite the same problem that you do to the same extent because you'll get, th- like, thousands of submissions, but I still, I get a lot of people coming yeah. to me and saying, oh, could you tell me how to make this production better or make, make this mix better or what do you think of this or what do you think of that? And, you know, sometimes I will, like, stuff will slip and yeah. it'll be like, oh, my God, like, I'll see that person in the street. Or I see them at an event and I go, fuck, yeah. I haven't listened to that song yet. No, it's Oh happened, my God, yeah. you know. Yeah, no, it's happened with me For the me same well. reasons. Yeah, no, it's happened. And um, so please don't take offense. No. I, am, I have today made a very conscious effort to go through everything and reply to people as soon as I can. Um, we, are, we are trying our best, but we are only human. I used to have a, a thing I used to say, which was, if you can get something done in five minutes, get it done now. Yeah. Um, but I just need to get back onto that. But then I feel like if I get a notification... Um, it might be a conversation mm. and I don't have time right then for that conversation. So yeah. that's why I leave it. That's you know, it. That's you know, it. That's what it, Like I got back to someone today and this girl, Alice, shout out to Alice, man. She's doing some great things in Nottingham. She messaged me three months ago. Yeah. She's like, hey, can we have that talk? Because I think she's doing events and stuff now. She yeah, wanted yeah, the, yeah. maybe wanted a little bit of advice. And I was like, yeah, of course. And then I just completely aired her for like three months. And I, <laughs> I was going through my Facebook today. I was like, Oh, damn. And she literally said in four or five individual messages, like, you are the worst. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so sorry. You don't understand. Um, so, yeah, so we're working on it. We'll get to it. But please, guys, feel free to hit us up. Um, you know, I'm always down to speak to people and talk to people. So yeah, please well, do that. Um, so, yeah, before we start closing things up, man, because you don't want to go too long with this. No, how, we, how are we doing for time, bro? Listen, man, we just got to, you know. But how are we doing for time, bro? We just got to tell them. Uh, on the clock, I've got 39. 39. Oh, that's per- absolutely perfect. I've got 39, 39 I had so, at that point. Nice. So, uh, <laughs> three nine, three Georgia nine. Smith. Talk to me. So, um, she's doing incredible. She's um, doing good things. Absolutely man. amazing. So, I was going to come back to DJ for her um, uh, when I did my New York trip, and it didn't end up happening because she has a band. And I think I oh. sometimes fill out when she doesn't do the band. But the thing is, Georgia can always have a band. Like, she's Georgia Smith, man. Mm-hmm. You know, she can have the band. So, I came back, and unfortunately, it didn't work out. So I had to cut my US trip short, but it was cool because she's mm. good people. But what's really amazing is that um, if you're unfamiliar with my work with Georgia, um, I've DJed for her, DJ her events, DJ for her. I also did the cuts on her first ever song, Blue Lights, mm-hmm. where I cut up a police siren and also the Dizzy Rascal sample from old school. Yeah. When you hear the sirens coming, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, they're re-releasing it this summer. Nice. Because her manager told me that they felt like they haven't given it a proper push first time. Although something crazy, like it's got something like 12 million streams on Spotify. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> and like something like three or four million on SoundCloud. So, so like, so they're repackaging it with, uh, obviously with her release of her new album, because she'll be releasing an album proper. There you go. And yeah. I feel like um, this is why every, the manager was like, listen, bro, get your PRS sorted, innit? Yeah, man, got to get that. Oh, yeah, mate, you got to get the business side right. That's it. So right. I'm hoping now that once this happens, uh, people are more aware of the, the cuts because when they they couldn't, they weren't sure if they could clear the sample. Mm-hmm. So the version that released didn't have the sample and the video didn't have it either. Okay. But a lot of people, when you look at the SoundCloud comments, they say, oh, why wasn't this version released? Mm-hmm. And what's great is when she was performing with Drake and other people, they always performed the per, per version with my scratches. Nice. So that was kind of cool to see, yeah, like man, hear my work on like stadiums, you know, yeah, which is dope. So that's really exciting, man, for the future. Just, you know, hopefully. Of course, man, you're, listen, you're as much of a musician musician as anyone else yeah i wouldn't say that much but you know oh. but it, it's exciting though like i'm uh, good to see what happens with that um so yeah so i'm excited for that and 
So right now, what we're going to go into next um, is something that I've, I'm definitely going through and I think is going to be like that for the next couple of weeks. And I'm not sure how you feel about this, Amir. Mm -hmm. But um, dry spells. Dry spells, yeah. Um, what does one do in these situations? Okay, well, let, before we say that, what do we mean by dry spells? Well, you know, this could be, I mean, it could be anything really. It could be applied to anything. But um, one of the main things it applies to is, is, is work in the creative industry, particularly yep. when you're a freelancer or, you know, you don't have that steady paycheck where you turn up nine to five, nine to six every day, blah, 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 blah. So a dry spell really is when you look at your calendar and you go, that's not as busy as it usually is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then you start to go, okay, what's going on here? Which is what we can, what we'll talk about, what does one do in these situations? Exactly. Because the thing is, sometimes, you know, you are only hot for a little while. That's it. Um, and then what you need to do sometimes is go out and speak to other people, speak to more people, build that relationship and keep it working. Because, you know, I was speaking to um, a really good human being today from uh, New York, a guy called Run P. Mm. really good DJ product promoter as well really nice guy and we were having a conversation he said something which is so true closed mouths don't get fed mm -hmm. and the thing is, is sometimes when you're busy working on your project and you're not chasing the next thing mm. your mouth is closed mm -hmm. so you're not necessarily going to have the extra dates lined up that's right you know um, and it's something like I said you know I've been really busy with certain things and also you know um, I've just I've I've had like really bad anxiety over the last couple of weeks. Not like crippling, but it's just me. I think where I just worry about things, overthink things, mm. and it's really interesting. Like today was the day when I was like, right, cool, let me get back onto everything. And I read something online um, by Ralph Marston, who I really like, and he said, um, and this, we, I'm sure we've spoken about this in the last podcast, which or one of the podcasts, which is you can spend this time being anxious and depressed and worried. And, and, and don't get me wrong, I know depression doesn't work like that. Mm. Where you can just be like, oh, I'm just not going to be depressed today. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is times you can worry about things and be stressed about things. You should be excited because these are times you can now do other things you want to do. Mm -hmm. And I'm really excited about this. You know, like this is with the time when breakthroughs happen That's and right. really good things happen. So me personally, I try to use these off times to reassess things and reach out to other people like you know i hate the term but picking people's brains is basically the, what you're trying to do but you know instead of doing that maybe say to people like yo i would like your advice on something yeah and and you know have you know people you admire people you look up to have a chat with them and see what they say because mm. you know people can advise you in different kinds of ways i mean i've yeah, really been flirting with the idea of actually doing like radio production side mm. of thing just because it's something i'd enjoy yeah so course. i saw that um the bbc are doing a like an internship type thing and I, although i'm going to be pretty much older than a lot of the interns there no it's an like apprenticeship thing sorry okay but i thought why not go for it shoot my shot man like man, of course always know, why not and i think that's the thing in definitely the situation with me is that i don't like to shoot my shot mm. like i'm very scared about what if i miss or something mm. happens and like um the other day i got to interview sango yeah and uh exactly. i was just like oh man you know because even with the show i thought to myself right look czar your show is going well you know it's good but you're not doing anything different on the show like you need to interview people or guest mixes and things so what i've started doing is bringing back guest mixes and i'm focusing on other radio shows because in the time that i've been on the radio so many other radio shows have popped up, popped up yeah. and the thing is a lot of them they're not having great numbers but listen numbers don't mean anything mm -hmm. because i know this state radio shows out there they get five to six hundred plays mm. and they 
have more loyal listeners than I might do. Yeah, Because they could put a t-shirt out and 500 people will buy the t-shirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could put stickers out and maybe only 10 people will buy my yeah, stickers. Yeah, yeah, you know, so I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is truth be told, I don't know how long I'm going to do the radio thing. Mm. Uh, to be honest, guys, I'd love to do it for the rest of my life mm. and keep giving you, you know, if, if it's not future beats, but the music that kind of makes you feel like the future beat show does. But there's no guarantee how long I'm going to do it. Mm. So while I am doing it and while I'm very lucky to have this very loyal following, this kind of um, platform, mm. I would like to share it with people. Yeah. So uh, the last couple of weeks I've had other radio shows guest mixing or um, DJs with their own radio shows guest mixing on mm -hmm. there. And I thought it'd be great to talk to people as well because the way I like to have conversations, you know, if, if you've met me, I'm sure you can vouch for me when I say this is I don't like having interviews with people, I like having conversations with people. Mm -hmm. You know, when I met people out in the States, and again, I'm sure people can vouch for me, a lot of the time they'll ask me questions. I'll be like, no, tell me about yourself. Mm. What do you do? Where mm -hmm. are you from? You know, like, how's life and stuff? Yeah. And I wanted to kind of bring that through my interviews. So I thought, oh, Sango's going to be in town. We've known each other for a couple of years, although I've only met him once. Yeah. I thought, you know, he knows who I am. Maybe I could ask him. So I hit him up in the DMs like, Hey, yo, man, um, how are you going to London? Do you have spare five, 10 minutes to have a conversation? And he was like, yeah, dude, of course. I'll put you in the guest list, come through a really big venue as well, you know, where we mm. went. And um, and yeah, I sat down and had a conversation with him and his cousin, another friend of theirs, and they treated me like I'd known them for years. Yeah. And again, this is like so dope that Sango took time out to not only speak with me, um, but actually make me feel like I've known him for years. Like yeah. the conversation, you know, when the interview comes out in a couple of days, you'll hear that we, we, the conversation was flowing, we were having fun, but it was nice that he wasn't standoffish or not self-important or anything. Yeah, you know, it, was, it was just good people. Um, so uh, this is what I've been trying to do with the show because I was thinking I could keep the show going as it is and just not change anything up or I can do something else and do something a bit different because I don't want things to go stale and of in course. a way have a dry patch because the show could potentially be going through the same thing mm -hmm. because there's only so much you can kind of hear me be like, hey guys, it's the Future Beat Show, like, you know, mm. listen to this, whatever. You need to keep things moving, keep changing things up, don't you? And and what I'm trying to say is going back to the, the roundabout way, closed mouths don't get fed. Yeah, reach out to people, shoot your shot. You know, there's no guarantee I'll even get this BBC thing if I apply for it. Mm. I haven't even done it properly yet, but you've got to do it, man. Mm -hmm. You know, there's another job role that I've seen, which is like um, event kind of management for this new club that's opening up. I love to do that and program the events and get DJs down that I love. So when people do come to the UK, I've got them a, an amazing club to DJ at. Yeah. Again, no guarantee I'm going to get it, but the 100% guarantee way of me not getting it- Is by not applying. There you go, that's it. So guys, what I'm saying is, is um, shoot your shot. When you have dry spells, when you feel like, you know, your calendar is not looking busy, you know, dates on there and it's, it happens because like i said when you're working on big projects sometimes you're not focused on the next thing you're focused mm. on the now which is good but you should also focus on what's going to happen next because mm. then if you have too many dry spells that's when you're in a bad place because obviously that can affect you negatively mm -hmm. and you might not be as creative anymore you might not have the drive and you know we don't we can't have that yeah. um so amir what would you say when you're having a dry spell uh, you know apart from me saying you know shoot your shot, take it with people because you've got nothing to lose in that situation. What would you say is something to do when you are having a dry spell? When you've done all your emails, when you've made all your phone calls, what else can you do? I think you just need to stay creative. Like, I think you need to always focus on, uh, like for instance, let's take it, uh, well, from my personal experience, it's kind of like, okay, cool. Like, you know, I can mix records, I can do this, I can do that, blah, 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 blah. What can I not do? Like, as good as I want to, yeah. So I'll go and I'll pick up a guitar. 
Yeah. So the guitar is an instrument that I can't play as well as I would like to. And I'll spend an hour, instead of sitting on my hands doing nothing, Yeah. I'll spend an hour <clears throat> playing a guitar. Mm -hmm. And what that allows me to do is actually to do things in a different way because guitar is not an instrument that I go to right. in order to create as an impetus thing at all. Right. So I'll always go to my keyboards or I'll always go to my drum machine or I'll cut, load up some samples or whatever. And the guitar is not what I go to. And by going there, you force yourself to do something different. Yeah. And you force yourself to think differently. Sometimes it'll be like, if I know that, and I can always tell when I'm getting into a certain zone. <clears throat> and if I know I'm getting into a negative zone, I'll pull myself out by doing as much as I can. So that's one thing that I do. Another thing that I do is I brush my teeth with my left hand. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Now that seems really weird, but obviously I'm right-handed. So. I think we just found the title of this podcast. <laughs> there you go. So obviously, like usually, I brush my teeth with my right hand. Yeah. But in order to force myself to think differently, I brush my teeth with my left that's hand. That's really interesting. I've never and because I brush that. my teeth, that's the first thing I do when I wake up. Yeah. It forces me to think of things differently in my day. I understand. Do you know what I mean? So do you handstands in the shower as well? <laughs> Not quite, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll get there one day. Yeah. Um, no, that's really interesting. That's, that's yeah. really good because, like I said, you know, dry spells can lead to... You know, whether it's musically or anything, you know, because it's not necessarily not that you're not working. No. It could also be you're not inspired. That's it. Um, and then you don't, you know, I've seen it with a lot of producers. There's so many producers that I love. I'm like, guys, where's the music? Yeah. And they're just like, oh man, yeah. nothing. No inspiration. Really yeah. yeah. Um, so they don't know what to do. So yeah, definitely stay creative. Is Got to. Is, and, and practice as well, I guess. Got you know? to, yeah. <clears throat> like, yeah. For, I mean, it's, it's important to stay obviously like, you know, there's a reason that people like you in the first place if you yeah. have a talent. Yeah. And you've got to keep that sharp, however that is, you know. Like, for you, it might be like, oh, I'm going to practice my cuts and scratches for like an, an hour or I'm going to go and grab a couple of people and do, do a, a stream. live stream. Yeah, that was it. Like, I grab people and, you know, we'll talk about the live stream another time, the actual story behind yeah. it. It was, it was a headache to get it done. But once it was going, it was cool. Yeah. And we had fun, you know. And it's just, again, something different. And most importantly, thank you to everyone that rocked with us because you did, you know, it was great. But that's what it was, you know, at the moment, that's what I feel like. So this is what I'm saying. I've taken chances. I hit up Sango for an interview. Um, you know, I'm getting guest mixes in. Um, yeah. um, you know, I hit up Ryan Hemsworth today, who I don't yeah. know if you're familiar with him or not. I, I am, yeah. Yeah, and he's amazing. And I literally just said, yo, has anyone got a contact for Ryan Hemsworth? Yeah. Or, you know, that can reach out to me. And straight away, Rom hit me up because Rom's cool with him. Rom's okay. like, look, I'll hit him up for you. But before he we even got to that, Ryan hit me back himself saying, here's my Gmail. Oh, uh, nice. And then straight away, I saw some people saying, oh my God, Ryan Hensworth and Complexion, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So hopefully I'll get the okay from him and interview him tomorrow. Yeah. By the time his podcast comes out. And if not, then it's cool. I'll, you know, hit him up next time. Listen, man, this is the thing as well. Like you say, shoot your shot. And there's, there's only one way to guarantee that something won't work and that's by not doing it. Yeah, that's it. Like, and you know, like there's been so many... Like for me, I feel like, yeah, you know, life's in a way is full of missed opportunities. And oh, there's yeah. So many things we could have done different. Yeah. But, you know, you are where you are because you're meant to be there. Oh, yeah, of course. But then I also believe that some people get to that position like, oh, man, it's the haters or it's this or it's that. It's like, no, nah, dude, it's you. You got to take responsibility. Like sometimes that's the hard truth you have to. Yeah. You know, I have to do it myself. Yeah. Because again, like I said with FBR, there'll be times when I'd be like, "Oh man, it's this person's fault. It's that person's yeah. fault. Or whatever. It's the graphic design isn't right, or the music isn't yeah. right." Yeah. And it's just like, well, no, Zar, like 
you're the guy in charge. That's what's you up. let this get out. That's what's up. You know, so you should have turned around and said, nah, bro, this isn't right. A hundred percent. So You know, there's a lot to be said for taking responsibility. Yeah. And actually, we don't give that enough credit. No. Like, if you, like, if you fuck up, then you fuck up. Yeah, of course. Everyone fucks up. <clears throat> like, don't, there's no one on this earth who hasn't fucked up. Yeah, just keep it, keep it moving. But you got to, like, literally, you know, fail forward, as they say. Yeah, of course. And I you think that's a really mean? good like, thing, man. That's, that's the thing you got to do. Yeah, and I think that's the best way to do it. I mean, I've always believed when it comes to music, there's always another studio, another club, another night, another musician, another whatever, producer, whatever, that you can work with. Mm-hmm. So it's just about getting out there and being, saying that you're readily available to do it. Um, and yeah, and we're all going to go through dry spells, man. Like, it happens. Um, this is, yeah. This is this is life, isn't it? Yeah. Because so, it, it, you, and, the, and actually, when you accept that, and when you accept that, it's not just going to be like 100, 100% of the time, then you can actually find interesting, creative, and useful ways of spending the time yeah. when you're not working. Yeah. Like, because, you know, one thing, I read something today, um, not, you're, you're, it's not majorly like, you know, life-changing or anything in terms of quotes or whatever, but it was um, some advice that was being given to someone who was in the music or coming up in the music industry and they were saying, listen, note that the music industry works at an alarming pace. Yeah. And if you're not ready for an opportunity when it lands on your desk, you may never get that opportunity again. That's true. Right? Yeah. And so actually, instead of me or any of us, and we can apply this to obviously again to anything. Oh, yeah. I was just about to say, yeah. Uh, instead of any of us sitting there thinking, oh my God, that this is happening and that's happening, I'm not getting this and I'm not getting that and blah, 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 and blaming everyone else and doing whatever you need to do in this dry spell, instead of doing that, if you just continue to hone your craft or even learn a new skill, yeah, then you might end up being ready for the next opportunities that's well, this is what I was going to say, that's it. Because there's, there's going to be a moment, you know, when someone's going to be like, right, I need this or I need that. If you've done your emails and your phone calls and you've networked, Bang. someone's going to hit you up and you need to have the new skills or the new tracks or, you know, sing, have a new song ready, wrote a new song. That's it. Have the new piece of code written. That's it. Or whatever. Exactly, have it ready. whatever and, it is. And sometimes you have to use the dry spells or the downtime to do that. A hundred percent. And then hopefully the more you do that, you'll then be more prepared for the next dry spell yeah. because you factored it in. You'd be yeah. like, right, okay, this day I have to spend talking yeah. to someone. And hopefully, fingers crossed, one day you get to the stage when people are constantly hitting you up. That's what I'm saying. And it will happen. If you're good at what you do, it will happen. Oh man, always, like you'll always, listen, if you're in demand, it's, it's because... You're doing something right. Yeah. And all you need to do is work towards doing something right. That's it. You know, all the time. Um, so when you do have any of these dry spells, try not to let it get you down too much. Nope. Um, get back to practicing. And uh, again, I mean, this is uh, this is going to be more music related, but it can also apply to other people as well in other industries. But one thing I always say is go listen to, as a DJ, go listen to other DJs. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a singer, go listen to other singers, producers, mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me, listen to other beat makers. Um, go out, listen to music, um, and just get inspired, man. Um, mm-hmm. You can do that. You know, you can look at other things. YouTube is great for this. YouTube is amazing. So man. much stuff on YouTube. YouTube I mean, is amazing. One thing that I've really been enjoying recently is a YouTube channel called One uh, One Big Story, One Great Story. 
I think it's one great that. story. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, you told me about it. <laughs> yeah, it's a great, it's just, it, yeah. um, I think it's something to do with CNN. Mm. And uh, they basically have like really short videos. I mean, the longest one's like three or four minutes. Mm. No, I'm lying. There's are some that are seven, eight minutes, but most of them are like between two and four minutes. And they'll just focus on something amazing in life. Um, and they'll just do it. You know, like sometimes it would be like uh, a, f a guy, I and I, again, I'm sorry if I got this wrong, but I think he's in Iceland and he bakes bread using a volcano <laughs> and then there's like this people in japan who are sweet makers and you know like the tradition is passed down by five generations uh, and, and things like it's just amazing madness. it's and it's shot really well the music's incredible um really good channel and i use that a lot for inspiration when i feel like i can't you know i'm stuck i'm like let me just watch this let me mm. see what can happen um so yeah by all means guys you know listen to other things uh read other books go out speak to people you know go for a walk and drink coffee tea exercise is great mm -hmm. i've got back to exercising again now exercise uh, is wonderful yeah great for these kind of situations yeah, man. um but one thing i will recommend not doing i'd say go don't don't do this is staying on social media yeah because we have a phase also we we have um what's what i'm looking for uh Tendency. The tendency yeah. to go on social media first thing in the morning or when we're like bored or doing something. Like I've, I tweeted about this a few weeks ago, mm -hmm. that loop, Twitter, Instagram, mm -hmm. Facebook, close mm -hmm. it down. Mm -hmm. Oh, let me see what's going on Instagram mm -hmm. and repeat. Yeah. And the thing is, is remember this guys, we've spoken about this before and I know by now you know all this, but Instagram, actually no, the perfect, I, I thought of something a few weeks ago and it's, I think it's the best analogy. Instagram is a highlight reel mm -hmm. of your yeah. life. Of course it is. You know, you watch Michael Jordan highlight reels or Kobe Bryant and you'll mm -hmm. see some incredible things because they're amazing at what they do. Mm -hmm. But you won't see the bad games. You won't see the fouls. That's you won't what see I'm things. saying, man. Like, you know, it's 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 very crazy because if I think about it, like I just recently, I just recently did some road in, um, some work in Abbey Road, right? Which is dope. Last week. Shout out to the Beatles, Friday, man. Right? Shout out to the Beatles every time. Um, and I was working there doing a session. Uh, no one knows that though. Yeah. But I took a picture outside Abbey Road Studios, right? Yeah. Uh, and I could have been cleaning the toilets in Abbey Road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For, uh, for, uh, yeah. No, I'm not even being funny, right? No, for real. But literally, the amount of likes you get on that post is because everyone thinks, oh my God, he's working at Abbey Road. My God. Yeah. But I could have been... I could have seriously been cleaning the toilets or making tea for something. 100% you could have, but that that's how it is. So like I said, we have a tendency to go on social media and we start thinking, oh my God, this person's DJing here. This person's working with this person. This person's flying there. Oh, this person's eating a fancy restaurant that's or it. this or that. But trust me, that's not life. Instagram or social media is a highlight reel. Of course. It's not meant to be that. No, man. But that's what people have made it into. And also remember... No matter what anyone else is doing, run your own race. Yeah, that's it. Because um, there's people, there's people that I've worked with that I feel like are lapping me now in what I do. That's and there was I'm a time saying. where I was just like, oh man, what am I doing? But they like, no, it's cool because I'm doing my own thing. I'm reassessing, I'm adjusting. I, I feel like the show is stronger than it used to be, um, stronger than ever actually. Mm -hmm. And I myself am way more confident in my DJ abilities and just how I am personally as well. Mm -hmm. Like I, I want to do some great things this year. I think if they don't work out, then cool, they don't work out, but I'm going to shoot my shot and see what I can do. Mm. Um, but I have that tendency to go on social media and start thinking, oh man, I don't want to do it today now because this person's DJing here. Mm -hmm. That person's doing that. But guys, trust me, don't, don't let that stop you. Like if you can just stay off social media. I mean, yeah. what I've done myself is I have no notifications on for social media. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the only notifications on my phone 
are emails which are set to push every 30 minutes mm. and text message. Mm-hmm. Even most of my WhatsApps are on silent. Yeah, oh, but like all of the WhatsApp groups, yeah. I've muted them all. Same with me. Like, I'm sorry, even the ones that you have with nah, me. Nah, it's cool. And then um, <laughs> even um, my numbers on, I mean, I use an iPhone, but the numbers on the app, even they don't show up on my yeah. device. Yeah. Um, anyway, Instagram, I've seen some people have Instagram notifications and it's just constantly, don't, 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 yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. can't do uh, that, man. Yeah, you know, and uh, even since I got the Apple Watch, yeah. It's cool because I can look at something and dismiss it. Mm-hmm. But even with a lot of that, I don't have the notifications mm-hmm. on because there's things I don't need to see. I, I have friends to speak to. I have dreams to reach. And I'm a dreamer, That's man. Like saying. people constantly tell me and I, I'm, I'm a dreamer. So I'm going to do things like that to get there. So uh, just to wrap all this up, guys, um, we're a bit rusty because we haven't done this for a while. But we're not rusty, man. <laughs> I think we're amazing. But um, but seriously, we, we all go through dry spells. It all happens. We There's do. times when you're thinking, like, what am I doing? What's next? Um, like we said, use that time to network with people, go out. And when you are making money, you know, if 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 your um your craft is your main source of income, put a little bit aside for a rainy day. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily, I mean, I have a savings account and a rainy day account. Mm-hmm. So if you can do that, just so you can run for a little while mm-hmm. on a bad week or month, whatever, and then use yeah. that time, go out and network with people. You know, so many great things happen when you go out. I'm telling you, And man. talk to people. Like, I'm you know, you. so many things, so many great things can happen. So do that. Speak to people. Stay creative, man. Uh, again, we spoke about this before. If you're, again, I can only speak as a DJ, but as a DJ, I don't always sit in front of the computer at the turntables. I sometimes go out and take photos. I mm-hmm. go somewhere and read. I, you know, whether it's comic books or actual books or, you know, watching things or going to museums or spending time with friends, actually spending time with them. That's really important to do that, man. Mm-hmm. And it refreshes you. So just know that everything is temporary. Of course, man. The most important thing is, is if at the end of the day, you can then turn around and say to me, you can say to me, the complexion, man, I tried everything mm. and nothing worked. Mm-hmm. And now if I can say to you, you try this and you're like, yeah, did you try this? Yeah, did you try this? Yeah. Then I'll be like, all right, dude, go get a job somewhere. Mm-hmm. Do something for a little while and then mm-hmm. refocus. But truth be told, none of us can really say we've tried the hardest. No, I mean, like, you know, like unless you've exhausted every single avenue, you can never really say that. But also... Like, I suppose in closing, what I would say is you don't know what's around the corner. That's another great thing. Like, like Amir, like I said earlier, if you would have told me even two months ago, yo, you're going to be DJing for Dre. Like, in the same room, if not for him, but like, you know, you're going to be in a room with Dre. That's what I'm saying. It's insane. And like Migos with you. That's what, and and that's the funny thing as well, because, you know, before, before you got the call for Dre, before I got the call for Migos, we went like two weeks ago or whatever, we went and had some chicken somewhere. Yeah. And we were saying, we were both saying kind of like, oh, it might be a bit of a dry spell. Is something going on in the music industry right now? Blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah. But we didn't know that, you know, a few days later you were going to get that call or last week I was going to get that call. Yeah. Uh, And you don't know what's around the corner, but again, being ready is important. If you weren't ready... Or if you were like in a negative mood. Yeah, then imagine, you know. Like, I mean, I could have easily gone, do you know what? I'm on the other side of London. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't feel good. I'm yeah. going to go home. I feel hungry. I just want to go home and watch yeah. some Netflix, play some PlayStation and go to sleep. Yeah. Right? There's nothing wrong with that. I could have, there's nothing wrong with it. But, but, but remember, you're also, you're also giving up something at that stage as well. Because, yeah. like I said to you, um, when I spoke to you about it last week, 
there was a lot more that came from that than just I engineered for oh, Migos. A hundred percent. There's so much I mean? more behind the scenes that happened. Exactly. You know, connection you've made, music exactly. that you've had, and hopefully you have some exciting things to announce in so a couple of weeks saying. or months. You know. So there but you yeah, go. No, that that's it, man. These things can happen, and uh, yeah, like so. Don't let the dry spell let it stop you. Go keep your head up, man. And yeah. trust me. Wake up in the morning, and brush your teeth with your left hand. That's a good, I think. I think it's a really good way to end it as well. <laughs> so, Amir, where can these amazing, lovely, beautiful people that have been listening to us uh, find you? So, me on all of the socials is Amir. That's double A M I R music, all one word. So, at Amir music on Twitter, on Facebook, on. Um, I was going to say MySpace. Oh God, taking <laughs> on, it back. <laughs> to taking it right Listen, back. man, look, Facebook, the way it's been going, man. <laughs> yeah, <know>. exactly. <laughs> on Instagram, you know, all of that stuff. And what about you, Complexion? Yeah, so it's easy. Uh, Complexion on uh, Instagram and Twitter, DJ Complexion on Facebook. I don't really use Snapchat anymore. I think I'm too old for Snapchat. But if you use it, that's cool. That's fine. Do your thing, man. I like the, I like the filters. They're funny. They make me laugh. <laughs> they are. Um, you can email me at contact at DJ Complexion mm-hmm. and also send any music to music at DJ Complexion. Nice. Um, I'm going to be more active on my Facebook for sure because there's a, I'm going through my inbox. There's so many people hitting me up on there. So we'll be active on there as well. Um, and yeah, if you have a podcast or a radio show, you'd like me or Amir to come and you know talk or play some music, whatever, I'm more than down to do that. For real. Um, just because I just want to network and share things with people and let's, let's do it, man. So um, we're not, I know we've said this so many times, but the next one will be here within the next month. We're, we're going to yeah. try to do these at least monthly. Listen, listen. We just need to get it together. Yeah, that's that's, that's what all it is. It is. That, that's all it is. We, you, know, like, you know, as we discussed before, we get busy, and then when we meet up, like you know, we ha- I have a whiteboard in front of me just full of notes. That's it. And sometimes it ends up being like four or five a.m. and we haven't done anything. That's and, it, man. You know, but so, we're getting better, man. We're, we're getting, getting better. better. So, um, yeah, thank you, much. Thank you so much for listening. It's really good to be back, and uh, I hope um, you can take something away from this podcast. I know a lot of it was just catching up on what we've been up to, but. Um, yeah, I hope you can take something positive away from it. And uh, if there's anything we can do to help, feel free to hit us up. And uh, we'll speak to you very soon. Yes, we will indeed. Thank you, guys. Busco. Now let's go eat some fucking snacks. <laughs> 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 <laughs>